My health record it really isn't just something for clinical pharmacists to work at a hospital, for the doctors. It is absolutely available to all healthcare professionals and it is something that we can all benefit from because it helps us make better decisions and helps us provide better recommendations to our patients based on the information that we see in there. Hi, I'm Jenny Snigavaya. I am a registered pharmacist and a provider adoption lead from the Australian Digital Health Agency. And I'm April Burnett, also a provider adoption lead from the agency, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. As community pharmacy moves towards 2025, digital health remains a key priority for the industry. One of the more significant developments in this area is My Health Record. My Health Record lets patients control their health information securely and safely. And this means important health information is available when and where it's needed, including in an emergency. The platform is helping healthcare professionals to reduce administrative burden and avoid duplication of services. Most importantly, it's enabling community pharmacies to deliver improved patient outcomes through better medication management and safety. Our guests today, Jenny Snegavaya and April Burnett, have a wealth of experience in community pharmacy, public health and digital health technology, and take us through some of the updates, training and resources available on My Health Record. We begin with Jenny. Jenny, thanks very much for joining us today. We're talking about My Health Record, a fantastic initiative that enables patients and, of course, professionals to access their key health information conveniently and, importantly, securely. Can you tell us what the current status is of the My Health Record along the lines of how many community pharmacies are actively using the MHR and maybe how many are uploading dispense prescriptions to the MHR? This has been a challenging year for us, no doubt. And throughout the COVID pandemic this year, we have really seen uh, a lot more activity with the My Health Record, which is really great. Uh, you have to remember that it is something that is available to all Australians. So nine in 10 people have it. So most people who walk into a pharmacy will probably have a My Health Record. And just having a look at our October data, we know that over 87% of these records have information in them. So really valuable health information that practitioners can access. And since January this year, the volume of records with data in them has been increasing. It's increased by more than 50%. And when it comes to actual pharmacies, 88% of them are using the My Health Record system. And by using it, I mean that they can upload dispense information or they can view patient records. And with the current rollout of electronic prescriptions as well in Australia, we're noticing that more and more pharmacies are now setting their systems up with all the right uh, digital health infrastructure. So we have 
actually observed uh, an increase of more than 9 million medicine-related documents in September alone, and 5 million of those were uh, dispensed records, which is, which is wonderful. So pharmacists are definitely uh, contributing significantly to the volume of clinical information that is uh, available for viewing by other practitioners as well. And the really great thing about my health record is that it can be accessed even when the patient is not directly in front of you. So especially this year with telehealth becoming so widely used, um, medicines now are being dispensed remotely, sometimes they're being delivered to patients. So it can be a really valuable tool um, for those providers who need access to information when the patient is not directly in front of them to give them that information. So especially for pharmacies, if they are dispensing a medicine remotely and they're going to deliver it at a later stage to the patient, but things they can do with my health record, for example, is look up a patient's allergy and, you know, really easily dispense that medication without having to ring up individual patients to ask for that information. So um, it, it's really useful. And yeah, looking at the numbers is it, truly incredible. Oh, I agree. Looking at the numbers, it's a fantastic uptake across the industry. Outstanding. It's a great start. But I think the important question once you've gotten off to a great start is how can community pharmacies do better with the My Health record? And you know, what's your sense? Do you think it's being underutilized at all? There is always some room for improvement, and that is why uh, the agency is continuing in our efforts to educate pharmacists as much as possible about the actual benefits of using it more regularly. Because we know it's quite easy for a pharmacy to enable the upload of dispense records. It's not something that takes very much time to set up, but uh, understanding when is a good time to actually access a record and uh, knowing when is a good time to view that information can be a little bit tricky. And I think um, some of us probably just don't realize how beneficial it can really be to the day-to-day -day decisions that we make even. So, you know, how often do you get asked to supply a Ventolin? And then you would ask a patient whether they use a preventer and they say, yes, yes, of course I do, just give it to me, you know, just dispense it, let's get on with it. And when you haven't got any other information in, in front of you to go off, you sort of just have to accept it and you counsel the patient as best as you can. You try to provide them with uh, the right level of information, but it may not be perfect. So if we just take a minute to check their My Health records, the information that we can see in there is, uh, for example, you can see if they've recently had a preventer prescribed to them. You can see if they've recently had it dispensed. And if you know, if they had it dispensed a year ago and they keep coming back to you for more and more ventilin, you know you can have a serious conversation with them about how they're actually managing that condition. And I'm absolutely not saying you shouldn't trust what your patients tell you um, or that, you know, you should be checking up on them or anything like that. But, you know, how are we meant to give them the best possible advice if we don't take the time to look at this information? So all I want to say is don't shy away from it. I think uh, my health record, it, it really isn't just something for 
clinical pharmacists to work at a hospital, for the doctors. It is absolutely available to all healthcare professionals and it is something that we can all benefit from because it helps us make better decisions and helps us provide better recommendations to our patients based on the information that we see in there. Well, it's been a great start and there are some areas that can be utilised better. I'm sure the agency isn't resting on its laurels. So moving forward, what's on the horizon for my health record? Can you tell us a little bit about some of the initiatives that the agency might be developing around the platform? It certainly has been a very busy year for us and for everyone in the world, really, I'm sure. But our focus is on building a connected healthcare system so that our healthcare providers can access this really important health information when they need it. And a really big component of that is continuing to increase the use of the My Health Record system overall and really making it as easy as possible for those who use it to actually do so. So what we're working on at the moment is increasing um, the number of documents that are actually available. So we're working with pathology and diagnostic imaging providers in the community to really make sure that, um, for example, more test results can be uploaded to patients' records. Um, we are working with more private hospitals. We're working with specialists to really encourage them to use it more often and we are consulting with a lot of software providers also to help enhance some of those functions that they use within the software so that they have more opportunities to actually upload information and so that it is easier for them to do so. And one of the examples of how we try to sort of present information within my health records in an easier way um, is something called the medicines information view. So this is a view that is available as part of the my health records and what it can do is it can sort and present medicines information uh, for example in date or alphabetical order and that can really reduce the time that it would otherwise take you to have to search through all these different documents in there to try and find that information. So, um, you know, when patients are transitioning from different healthcare settings or they're moving from the nursing home to the hospital, back to the doctor and so forth, there's so much information that can be shared that you can really sort of get lost in it for quite some time. But uh, yeah, having a look at something like medicines information really presents it in an easy way. It's all on one screen and makes it super efficient. Jenny, that's fantastic. And another great example of how emerging digital technologies are really shaping the health sector as we move forward. Now, given that our main listenership on the show is community pharmacy, I'm interested to know why should pharmacists want to get on board and start using My Health Record in their own pharmacies? Can you tell us a bit about how some pharmacies are actually using it at the moment? Let me give you a couple of examples and hopefully that will help everyone really um, understand how they can use it in their own workplaces. So reflecting back um, on this year and even um, as far as last year as well, we have seen some really amazing cases of when my health record made a big difference to our communities. So uh, especially during the Townsville floods at the beginning of last year, it really 
proved to be such a useful tool for those pharmacies. So what was happening was that patients were being evacuated without their medicines, clinics were closed, regular doctors couldn't be contacted, but patients still rely on their local pharmacy to help them get their medicine. So the way they use my health record in those cases was really to look at the patient's medicine history and it helped them make decisions about whether um, you know emergency continued supplies should be issued and so forth so uh, that was really um, a, a really strong uh, example of how uh, my health record can be um, so beneficial but it certainly doesn't just apply to those uh, emergency situations uh, I think now so many other practitioners are using the system. There's so many uh, additional documents that are being uploaded now. I think uh, how a pharmacy actually uses the system really sort of depends on their regular type of patient. So especially maybe for those pharmacies who look after nursing homes or, the, or they um, offer Webster Pack services, for example, it's a no-brainer, it's a must. You know, if somebody goes into hospital and they expect a new pack to pick up on the way home, you need to know what medication changes have been made. And instead of waiting around for that fact, instead of having to ring up the doctor's clinic for a copy, that information can really easily be um, accessed via the My Health Record. So it, it's definitely time to embrace it because... We never know what's coming around the corner. And I think it's definitely going to be something that we will be using more and more often going forward. Jenny, what about electronic prescribing? It's certainly the hot topic at the moment. We've spent a fair bit of time discussing it on the podcast this year. Do pharmacies need to do anything additional to ensure an e-prescription goes up to the patient's MHR? Electronic prescriptions are something I am so, so excited about because Honestly, uh, I've been waiting for a really long time to get rid of fax machines and I, I hope we've made, you know, I certainly think we've made a lot of steps in the right direction this year with electronic prescriptions. Um, but the really good thing about them is that they largely use very similar sort of technical infrastructure to what is already being used by my health records. So if you can now dispense an electronic prescription, then that record will most likely be uploaded. So it's super easy in that sense. Now, a very important aspect um, is that we need to make sure that we identify our dispensing pharmacists. And the only way we can do that at the moment is through something called a HPII. So that stands for a healthcare provider identifier. And it's, it's something that every registered pharmacist would have, um, but it is a compulsory requirement that this identifier actually be recorded in your dispensing system um, in order for uh, electronic prescriptions to be dispensed and in order for you to view and upload that information to my health record. So that's one of the requirements. 
Um, another thing more at the pharmacy level uh, is something called a NASH certificate. So uh, this is something that enables sort of secure sharing of health information. So whenever you want to share information with things like the My Health Record, you need to have a NASH certificate in place. And at the moment, it is something that is only valid for two years. And because it sort of, you know, runs a little bit in the background, we're not in the habit of checking if it's still current and things like that. So make sure that when you are at your pharmacy, um, pay attention to whether or not you can actually uh, upload or view information in my health records, because if you can't, that may mean that your NASH certificate needs to be updating. So there's a couple of things that pharmacies can do, and we certainly have a lot of information about this um, on our websites, and you're welcome to have a read of um, all of that uh, to make sure that you're meeting all of these requirements. Um, but yeah, with all of these sort of changes coming to pharmacy, and with so many people preparing for electronic prescriptions, it's a really good time to make sure that all of those little um, requirements are actually met. And I also want to add that it is a really important time at the moment to review the current uh, policies that your pharmacy might have um, in terms of uh, accessing this information and making sure that uh, the information that we share is uh, as secure as possible. Jenny Snegavaya, lots of great information there. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and providing an update on my health record. Always happy. Thank you. I now welcome April Burnett to the show. April, thanks for being here today. We've had some fantastic conversations recently around digital health and probably none more significant than the need for privacy and security as pharmacies move toward more and more of a digital environment. Now, I understand there was a recent Privacy Commissioner audit of community pharmacies. Can you give us some background to that and tell us what they found? To provide a little bit of context, the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner oversees the privacy aspects of the My Health Record system. And their role includes investigating privacy complaints and providing advice. And they also assess the compliance of healthcare providers with their obligations under the My Health Records Act and the Privacy Act. Now, a number of community pharmacies were assessed to see whether there were appropriate governance arrangements in place to manage security risks. And this was particularly assessing Rule 42 of the My Health Records Rule, which is that healthcare organisations using the My Health Records system must have a written policy relating to their use. All of the findings of this audit, they can be accessed on the OAIC's website, but I'll briefly recap the three main points which your pharmacy can implement. The first we have is that you must have a policy in your organisation. So all participating organisations must establish, maintain a policy and also communicate this um, to their staff members. Now, the policy isn't something to be scared about. It's there to be used as a resource to guide your security practices, your access to the system and things like staff training. The second point is user account management. And in simple terms, this is the way that um, you're defining who in your organization has access to the My Health Record system. So you define this within your security and access policy, and you also grant access within your software product. So that's making sure that pharmacists in your organization have user accounts appropriately set up so that they can access important information when it's needed most. 
Then the final recommendation that I'll mention is around staff training. And it's really important that staff feel confident in accessing My Health Record. So think about how you're training your staff on the benefits and the functionalities of using this. And pharmacists accessing the system must be aware of their participation obligations. So your My Health Record security and access policy needs to be communicated to your pharmacy team during staff training. Now, we know that pharmacists are highly trained professionals who are regularly dealing with sensitive and confidential information. And with that comes some pretty significant responsibilities. So from your perspective, what are the legal obligations for healthcare providers using the My Health Record system? And and can you talk us through the MHR security and access policy requirement for healthcare providers? Patient confidentiality is really important and healthcare providers have an obligation to protect patient information and that's reinforced by Australian privacy laws. Now, the My Health Record, it's another way for you to find clinical information that's going to arm you with a better picture of the patient's health story. And when we talk about the obligations for providers engaging with My Health Record, the system is aligned with the Privacy Act. So your existing obligations relating to managing health information applies to this. And as we highlighted um, previously, an organisation policy relating to your My Health Record use is mandatory. So it's really important your pharmacy has a policy that's defining the way in which sensitive information is handled. The great news is that there's policy guidance that's available and Guild members have access to a template which will guide the structure of this document that you create within your organisation. And part of this is defining who in your business is responsible to act on behalf of the pharmacy. And these people are defined before you register for My Health Record, but it can be changed if your pharmacy restructures or changes hand. Now, you might have heard of the roles of the responsible officer or the organisation maintenance officer um, before. These are two roles relating to your My Health Record participation. Typically, the responsible officer is going to be a pharmacy owner or a group CEO. And then the organisation maintenance officer is going to be a manager or a staff member who's best placed to communicate the policy to staff and to keep track of training and compliance. Once you've registered and once you've established that policy and the roles, you'll then be connecting to the system and fulfilling the technical requirements to enable the functionality within your dispensary software. And there are participation obligations relating to your ongoing use of the My Health Record. And that includes user account management. So making sure that our dispense software has all the pharmacist details accurately recorded and that they can safely access the system. You also need to be um, on an ongoing basis ensuring data quality procedures are in place. And then of course, regularly reviewing, communicating and updating your My Health Record security and access policy. As well as implementing the security and access policy at the pharmacy level, how can pharmacy owners and staff ensure the security of the My Health record system? Are there other things they can do or that they need to be aware of? Security is core to the design and the infrastructure of the My Health record system. So on a system level, there's already safeguards in place to protect individual health information. And that includes mechanisms like audit logs and strong encryption and the fact that all the data within My Health record is securely stored in Australia. 
Further to that, one of the key features is that your organisation requires a digital certificate to be installed on your software product to enable the My Health Record functionality. So it offers that layer of security. So you might have heard of a NASH certificate before, and this is the way that the system authenticates the identity of the organisation and the providers involved in the patient's care. So there are system-level design features that protect patient information, but then in addition to this, your local systems within your pharmacy must be protected. So are your information systems resilient and are you on top of the most recent software updates specific to your dispensary software? Uh, you should also have strong passwords in place and update these frequently and make sure that staff within your organisation are not sharing their passwords too. Now, all of these practical aspects of information security can be defined in your security and access policy too. And the agency has a few different resources that can help you understand the different mechanisms you can put in place to protect patient information. And this includes the information security guide for small healthcare businesses, which is extremely relevant to community pharmacy. And also we have a digital health security awareness online module available as well. A lot of what you've spoken about so far has been focused on setting the foundations and getting ready. But as these digital technologies become more mainstream in community pharmacy, it's so important that staff have access to training and resources that will enable them to to use the platforms to achieve the best possible patient outcomes. What are your thoughts on how pharmacies should approach staff training? And importantly, how can managers and owners keep track of that staff compliance? So my health record education, it should be included in your regular business as usual staff training cycles. So it's really important that you're communicating this education to not only pharmacists, but also your pharmacy assistants, your dispense techs and, and other people within your organisation. So it's a whole pharmacy approach. For example, the pharmacist might be enabled to upload dispense records and access the record to give them information to help them deliver professional services. But then on the other hand, pharmacy assistants might have a role of having a conversation with the patient around the benefits of the system and how the patient can exercise different patient controls. So it is really important that we're training everyone within our organisation. You can organise this staff training through um, a number of different online training modules that are available. We also run webinars too, which are advertised on our website, which is digitalhealth.gov.au. And it is a participation requirement that you're providing training to staff before they access My Health Record. And then again, on an ongoing basis. So that's something to keep in mind if you have a new staff member jo join your team, that you're providing this training to them in the induction process and then again on an ongoing basis. But in regards to keeping track of your training, you can make sure that staff are compliant by maintaining a training register and using the recommended training checklist and declaration that are available on the My Health Record website. But essentially the aim of this education is to make your colleagues aware of their participation obligations, um, that relate to your organisation's use of My Health Record and also remind them of the benefits and what system access and what functionality looks like within your pharmacy. April, some fantastic information today from both yourself and Jenny around the updates and benefits of My Health Record. What are the next steps for our listeners who want to find out more about the My Health Record or start to implement some of the advice that you've given today? 
Now, there's a wealth of information relating to My Health Record available online, and this includes information relating to the technical requirements to set your organisation up, also the participation obligations, and as I mentioned before, we do have online modules specific to pharmacy, which explain the benefits of engaging with My Health Record and demonstrate some use cases of when you can actually use the system. The next step for you might be to assess your readiness in your organisation. So where's your pharmacy at? Maybe you need to enable viewing and uploading for your pharmacists or um, update your NASH certificate or set up user accounts for the, the people within your organisation. This could have also been a reminder to review your My Health Record security and access policy. Now, at the agency, we're here to help and there are resources available um, during every step of this process. And Jenny spoke about some excellent use statistics earlier, and we know that most Australians have a record now. And these records are likely to contain information that's going to contribute to more health information available at the point of care. But um, with the meaningful use of the My Health Record system within your pharmacy, it all comes down to staff training and making sure your colleagues are aware of their obligations and feel confident in using the system. April, again, fantastic chat and such important information for our listeners. Thanks for coming on the show and providing an update on My Health Record. Thanks for having us. The Guild is committed to supporting the industry's transition to a digital environment. The Pharmacy Guild of Australia has partnered with the Australian Digital Health Agency to support the clinical uptake and meaningful use of My Health Record in community pharmacy nationally. Members have access to information and advice, including FAQs on community pharmacy, training modules, webinars, and a security and access policy template. Visit guild.org.au for more information. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 63 of the PBCN podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.